Hello, you're listening to Spiritual Moments with Anna Litzwalo. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about chastity over lust. And we're going to go through our scriptural readings, then have a little discussion. Our first reading is from Exodus 20, verse 14. Do not commit adultery. The second reading is from Matthew 5, 27. You have heard that it was said, do not commit adultery. But now I tell you, anyone who looks at a woman and wants to possess her is guilty of committing adultery with her in her heart. And the third reading is from Luke 12, 2 to 3. Whatever is covered up will be uncovered and every secret will be made known. So then, whatever you have said in the dark will be heard in broadly daylight and whatever you have whispered in private in a closed room will be shouted from the rooftops. The next reading is from James 1, 12 to 15. Happy are those who remain faithful under trials, because when they succeed in passing such a test, they will receive as their reward the life which God has promised to those who love him. If people are tempted by trials, they must not say, this temptation comes from God, for God cannot be tempted by evil, and he himself tempts no one. But people are tempted when they are drawn away and trapped by their own desires. Then their evil desires conceive and give birth to sin, and sin, when it is fully grown, gives birth to death. Do not be deceived, my brothers and sisters. Every good gift and every perfect present comes from heaven. And the last reading is from the first letter of John, chapter 1, verse 7 to 9. But if you live in the light, just as he is in the light, then we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his son, purifies us from every sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and there is no truth in us. But if we confess our sins to God, he will keep his promise and do what is right. He will forgive us our sins and purify us from all our wrongdoing. If we say that we have not sinned, we make God out to be a liar, and his word is not in us. Now, looking at today's topic and relating it to today's scriptural readings, in the Ten Commandments, we're told directly by God to say, do not commit adultery. Jesus then came through to emphasize it and put it more directly, knowing very well that most sin come from a place of desire, said, don't even desire, look at a woman and desire uh, that woman because then you will have possessed uh, uh, um, her. You will have gotten guilty of committing the sin as it is because already you have it in your heart and what you have in your heart should already be to consistently be in the presence of God. So when somebody lusts for a woman before they even commit the, the, the act of, of adultery with that person, they already sin from just desiring the person. And actually the verse after that tells us says, if your right hand makes you sin, cut it off. It's better to go into heaven half with not every part of your body, but rather to go in uh, pure with all parts pure. And he says, whatever is covered will be uncovered. A lot of the time, the sin of lust and adultery is committed behind closed doors. It may start with just one desire 
and then maybe one picture one video and all sometimes it's even the actual sexual act of people doing it you know outside of marriage and he says every thing thing done in secret will come out it will be exposed and when it gets exposed it's exposed by light remember all darkness can be seen by light and God is the light. And so when we say we love God and we, we honor God and respect God, but we don't do what he tells us to do, then we are liars because God isn't a liar. And he says he will expose everyone. So it, it may seem like it's a little thing just, you know, watching a video. Could have been like if your problems like watching pornography or looking at pictures you shouldn't be looking at of like naked people or just when a woman passes by, you already look at them in a particular way. That may seem little. It may just seem like it's just one vice. It's been emphasized that one vice brings along the rest. Just as one virtue brings along the rest. Because they all have a root. Virtues are rooted from love. And love is from God because God is love. So when you consistently grow in relationship with God, harness love from him. You will not live a life of vice because he taught, tells us against he tells us against vice. And when you think of lust, first it starts with you just wanting to see a certain picture or go through certain websites on the internet that have certain videos like pornographic videos. And you think, oh, I do it once a week. It's not a big deal. Already when you have it in your heart to even say that I want to go watch the video, you committed that sin. But you are a child of God and your body is a temple. 1 Corinthians 3.17 says your body is a temple and it's a temple of God. And if you destroy it, God will destroy you because God is our creator. And if the creator is not happy with the painting, he destroys it. And so we have consistently submitted ourselves to sin and submitted ourselves to evil to the devil by consistently giving reasons for our our sins for example when you commit adultery a lot of people will tell you oh it's not like i'm harming someone from just watching a video no you're harming yourself i mean before you even get to the point of committing the act you're harming your mind how does that even bring it closer to god how does that even make you understand your maker when he says don't do that and you do it you're just not even respecting god you're not respecting jesus he says don't think about it don't put it in your heart look at somebody in desire in your heart you're not respecting jesus who's our savior who's our who came who died on the cross for our salvation he's saying ah well i guess what it is but it is it's not it's not what it is is that we are creatures of the light we're created by god who's all truth all light all life and jesus christ is the way to him and when jesus christ and god say don't commit adultery don't even desire in your heart and you go on to desire it and most of the time we even go as far as committing the act of adultery and fornication because what um the book of james tells us it says but people are tempted when they are drawn away. That's away from God and trapped by their own evil desires. So that desire, because it's not from God, actually is from the devil. It's an evil desire. So if the, we weren't drawn away from God, we wouldn't be caught in sin half the time that we are. And they're drawn away and trapped by their own evil desire. Then their evil desires conceive. So just the thought of you wanting to see something or looking at a woman and desiring her will give birth to sin 
So you go on and hit on the girl, they become your girlfriend, and you're thinking, well, to prove that you love me, then how about you have sex with me? That's fornication. That's a sin. Then it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is fully grown, gives birth to death. And anything that is sinful leads to death, and death is without God. Spiritual death is without God. Death in the physical and death in the spiritual. And that's why when we sin and we consistently reason for our sin and live with our sins, we we end up just loving them so much that we feel, I can't do it without my sin. You can do it without your sin. You weren't born with your sin. You were born pure and clean and perfect. But because of these many desires in the world, if you feel like something's making you weak and making you step back, distance yourself from it. And I can tell you, if you distance yourself, bring yourself closer to God, a lot of the things that we struggle with actually are going to be so much easier to fight because it gives us the strength. The last reading from the first letter of John tells us that, but if we live in the light, just as he is the light, then we have fellowship with one another. Fellowship with one another is rooted in good charity chastity um prudence understanding it's it's working together for the good of god not for the good of one person so it's very important that we understand the kind of human beings we are we are being patient with one another with one another and doing that with this temple the lord has given us and says if we say that we have no sin we deceive ourselves we we have sin And that's why we need God to purify us. That's why he sent Jesus Christ to die on the cross for our sins. If we didn't have sins, then there wouldn't have been a need for Jesus Christ to come. God to manifest himself in the flesh, in the form of Jesus Christ, who's our savior, the bridge to heaven, for us to actually have our sins wiped out. This is, but if we confess our sins to God, he will keep his promise and do what is right. He will forgive us our sins and purify us from all our, our, our wrongdoing. The truth is we know, we know that if we submit our lives to God, he will get us right. But we love our sins too much. We love our sins too much. We'll reason for watching pornography. We'll reason for fornicating. We'll reason for sending around nudes. We'll reason. We'll be reason to say, but I mean, we're not even sure if there's God. I mean, we know very well as Christians, he's there all the time, every time. But we fall so much in love with our sins. And that very love is supposed to be the love that we give to God. So that he can purify us is that he will forgive us our sins we go to confession to go confess a sin then we go out two days later we're committing it again we don't have any contrition we need to have contrition we need to repent it's very important the sin of uh, sexual immorality is the one sin that you can commit against your own body against the temple that the lord gave you to keep pure says who can stand before the lord it is he that has clean hands and a pure heart and if you have a pure heart evil desires will not live there and so the 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 sin of or the the vice of lust wouldn't be something that we struggle with of course it's not going to be easy but i can tell you when you call on god and you decide to turn on god he will make sure that he gets things right that's all he waits for he waits for us to choose him And so from this episode, I hope that if you are struggling with lust, you give it to God 
right? And you have to, through your free will, want to quit it. Don't love your sin. Love God more and know that he is above everything. He's stronger than the devil. He created the devil, you know? And he punished him for being a person that wants to live in sin. And so he doesn't want to punish us. No. He wants us to be strengthened in virtue so that we can understand him, understand ourselves, and understand others. But not through living a life of vice, but through living a life of virtue. So through this month of love, may we harness the Lord's love. God is love. If we can get that kind of love, a life of virtue is not going to be a difficult thing. It's not a difficult thing. It's a challenging thing because there's a lot that you get to learn through it. It's not difficult. It's not hard. It's not hard. It's worth it. It's a, it's a, even if it's challenging, it's worth it because you know that at the end, remember that eternal life reward, that's what we are virtuously going towards. So thank you very much for listening. God bless you. May God strengthen you in trying to fight this vice. In Jesus' mighty name. Hello, you're listening to Spiritual Moments with Anna Lizuala. Today's prayer in line with today's episode is from Psalm 51, a prayer for forgiveness. Be merciful to me, O God, because of your constant love. Because of your great mercy, wipe away my sins. Wash away all my evil and make me clean from my sin. I recognize my faults. I'm always conscious of my sins. I've sinned against you only against you and done what you consider evil so you are right in judging me you are just in condemning me i've been evil from the day i was born from the day i was conceived i have been sinful sincerity and truth are what you require fill my mind with your wisdom remove my sin and i will be clean wash me and i'll be whiter than snow Let me hear the sounds of your joy and gladness. And though you have crushed me and broken me, I will be happy once again. Close your eyes to my sin and wipe out all my evil. Create a pure heart in me, O God, and put a new and loyal spirit in me. Do not banish me from your presence. Do not take your Holy Spirit away from me. Give me again the joy that comes from your salvation and make me willing to obey you. Then I will teach sinners your commands and they will turn back to you. Spare my life, O God, and save me and I will gladly proclaim your righteousness. Help me to speak, Lord, and I will praise you. You do not want sacrifices or I will offer them. You are not pleased with burnt offerings. My sacrifice is a humble spirit, O God. You will not reject a humble and repentant heart. O God, be kind to Zion and help her. Rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with proper sacrifices and with our burnt offerings. And bulls will be sacrificed on your altar.